Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to I Want to Be Real podcast. Today's podcast is entitled, Don't Be Anxious. Don't be anxious. You know, I, I've i mentioned on previous podcasts how there are some things that I have written down that I am believing God for. And according to Habakkuk 2 and 2, it says to write the vision and make it plain. And, um, and so this weekend I started to look over some of the things that I had written down. And some of the things that I've written down, I literally can check them off of the list because God made good on those things. Like, um, there, there are several things that, um, that I can check off. And so I started to look at the other things and I started to lay those things before God as well, you know, just, Hey, this is what I'm still believing you for. And I grateful and appreciative of what he's already done. And, and in that moment, some of the things that I looked at that's on my list, I literally can feel God preparing me for those things. And so I started to thank God for his timing. And I started to thank him for allowing me to be in a space where I'm mature enough to know what he's doing and how he's doing in certain aspects of my life. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I know every time God make a move, everything that he does, that I'm well aware and all of those different things. I'm just saying that I'm mature enough to know that if I am ready for something that is on the list that I'm believing God for, then if it's in God's will, then he'll give it to me. And so when I started to read over the leaks, I started to tell God, thank you for even listening to me. Thank you for even considering what I have written. And so I just kind of started to think about the other things that hasn't happened yet. And so I said out of my mouth, I will not be anxious for anything. I don't want anything before it's timing. I don't want anything that is outside of God's will when it concerns my life. Because when we start to receive things that are outside of God's will, but it's a desire that we have, then there's no guarantee that God's hand is actually on it. And if I could be honest with you, if it's outside of his will, then his hand is not on it, period. So I never want to have anything if he has not approved of it. Because I have had things in my life that I thought was beneficial to me. But God said, no, that's, that's not, I have something greater for you. I have something bigger for you. 
And sometimes you can get so caught up in what you desire and what you want that you forget that God has something bigger and greater in mind. So I never want to be in a place that I'm so anxious for something that I miss the big thing that God is trying to do in my life and through my life. So I wanted to encourage you on today to let you know that there are some things that you may be believing God for, and it may seem as if he's taken a long time in honoring the request that you have asked of him. But I want you to take a moment and to just think to yourself, you serve a loving God. You serve a kind and gracious God. You serve a merciful God. And if he has made good on so many other things that has transpired in your life, then what do you think or what makes you think that in this season of your life, the things that you are believing him for, that you feel like he hasn't answered yet, what makes you feel like he's not going to come through? I want you to take inventory to see, are you in a place of preparation for what you're believing God for? Or are you just wanting something just to say that you have it because you asked it of him? I think I've done the analogy before on a previous podcast of, you know, you're going to a dinner and you're, you know, you're expecting the food to, you know, to come out good and, and, and the type of food that you placed in order for requires a little bit more time than the, the regular meals, but in your inability to wait on what you've asked of the, 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 the restaurant or the, um, the, the chef, you're wanting something quicker than they have the ability to cook it or prepare it. And so because of your inability to wait, the chef brings it out and it looks appetizing. It looks beautiful. It looks amazing. But the moment that you cut into it, it's not done. So you can't be mad at the chef because the chef told you that it takes time to cook what it is that you're asking of him. It's the same way it is with with you and God, with 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 your relationship with God, preparation, preparing those things that. That, that you have asked of him. He wants to make sure. It could be the reason that you don't have it is because you're not mature enough to receive it. Or he has something bigger than what you, you're asking of him. Or he's trying to get you in a place where regardless of whether he do it now or later, you're still going to serve him with the same magnitude that you would as if you received it. And so when I started to go over my list, I'm like, God... I'm grateful. I'm thankful. I'm, I'm, I'm excited because I'm able to check off some of those things. And then I immediately thought about the prodigal son and, and the whole setup and the situation with him and his eagerness to receive something before his time. In Luke chapter 15, starting at verse 11 through 32, it says, and he said, there was a man who had two sons and the younger of them said to his father, father, give me the share of property 
that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country. And there he squandered his property and reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country who sent him into his field to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed with the pods and the pigs ate and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, but let me let me go back. Let me not rush through that. Let me, I, I, I really want you to hear this. In verse 17, it says, but when he came to himself, that means that he had to sit in his request. He had to sit in. He had to sit in his mess. He had to sit in his disobedience. He had to sit in a place that would require him to think beyond where he was. And the scripture says, but when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with hunger. He remembered what he left. He remembered what once was. He had a thought provoking moment that caused him to really realize maybe what it is, maybe what I was believing and asking my father for the timing was off. See, the, the, the definition for anxious is wanting something very much. Something quickly. Being impatient, concerned, longing for something, yearning for something. And you got to have it at that moment. What are you anxious for? What have you put to the wayside that you can actually be doing now because you're so anxious for a particular thing? When I when I was telling you earlier and I was saying that after I looked at my list and I was thanking God for my list and then I I said, okay, I, I will not be anxious for anything. I literally put my hand on my on my chest and I repeated it. And I said, I will not be anxious for anything. And I took a breath and I breathed back out and I said, I will not. I will not be anxious for anything. There's a peace that can reside in your heart 
when there's no anxiety connected to it. Like this weekend, I just kind of really had to take inventory. Just what can I work on? What can I be doing now? And um, I have this this calendar, and I separate the calendars between, um, you know, my 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 working stuff and, you know, just regular everyday stuff. And, and I started to look at the, at the calendar and what helps me, um, stay on track is because I can tell what days I did what, and, you know, just kind of keep a track of, of what I'm doing in, um, invoices and all of these different, you know, things, because it's, it's a lot sometimes with trying to do maneuver between the two Entities and I, and what I'm saying is is you know you have work and then you have your regular life and you know you're just kind of trying to make sure that you're not combining those two things um, into one. But I noticed that there are things that I began to work on on my own personal self, and it's just like losing weight. You know, you can be anxious to be a certain size. And not require, not not really calculating the time that it would take to actually lose the weight in a healthy uh, time frame, so that you don't put yourself in danger. And that's basically the same thing that I'm saying about being anxious for something that is outside of the capacity in which you're able to receive right now. And so I'm not saying that God is not going to honor what it is that you're believing him for, but I'm just saying that can you really look back and take inventory of what he's already done when it concerns your life? The prodigal son, when the scripture says that he came to himself, I could only imagine that parts of him Throughout the period of time, as the money and and things were dwindling from his hands, I could only imagine him seeing it then and realizing, what have I done? And see, one or two things could have happened in this situation. Because when you read on down, like on verse, verse 18, it says, I will arise and go to my father and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your higher servants. He 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 talked out what he would actually say to his father. But I could only imagine that there were sometimes in some points in the beginning of of his lack that pride could have possibly stepped in. And see, pride would cause you to not go back and fix what is broken. Pride would cause you to go back to, you know, to 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 say, I'm not going to go back and apologize because I did anything wrong. It, it actually belonged to me like he could have he could have literally let pride sit in and cause him to miss what God was trying to do in his life. 
or what God was trying to reveal in his life. And so the more I think about about him and how I could only imagine that his brother was frustrated with the fact of him coming back, but it takes courage to go back and admit, God, I did something outside of your will. Can I please, can I, can I please Lord, (laughs) can I please get back in your grace? I'm trying to keep you from receiving something outside of God's will That's not even yours. I'm trying to get you to be okay and be content with where you are now until he gives you those things that you have written down. It's a lot to consider when you're thinking about being anxious. I'm telling you. I just don't I just don't want anything before before his timing. I don't. I, I I mean I don't. And to receive something before his timing says that I'm not mature enough to even wait on what it is that God what I'm believing him for. Like seriously. Think, I want you to think about it. Think about how just think about how amazing it is to receive something that technically you do not deserve but you got it at the proper at the appointed time. And I'm going to do you one better. I wrote an inspiration on Friday. And I sent it out and it was, How Are You Waiting? That was the title of it. And um, I'm going to read it for you. It says, um, Have you ever asked God for something? But he's not saying anything and it seems as if uh, your request wasn't heard. And I was basically letting... The readers know that I understand that place. I understand what it feels like to be in a place where you're believing God for something and you're asking him for some things. And it seems as if he's either uh, been silent or he haven't, you know, uttered a word about what you've requested of him. And I was telling them that being in that place can cause you to wonder if God is even listening to you. And to be honest, he is. He's listening to every word that is coming from your mouth. Sometimes it's the timing. It, it's the timing that can that can be off. And I thought about I thought about Sarah and I thought about when God told her that she would have she would give birth to a son and she laughed at him and she laughed so much to the point that she didn't think that it was possible for her to give birth in her old age 
But had Sarah waited on God, Ishmael wouldn't have been born. If Sarah had waited on God, Ishmael wouldn't have been born. It's it's in the waiting process where we have a lot of distractions and we have things to come before us and we have counterfeits of stuff. But in my inability to not be anxious for what I'm believing him for, then that means that I've got to be doing something in the process before he gives me the desires of my heart. To be anxious means I need something. I got to have it. (laughs) It's like I got to have it right now. And God is saying, but you're not ready for it. And so instead of taking what he's saying about you're not being ready for certain things or his inability to be, you know, to not say anything or be silent in the moment. Look back at what you're asking him for. Look at the list. Look at what you've prayed and you're believing him for. Just look at it. Just go back and think about it. And then you look at your life and ask yourself, am I ready for this, 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 this? And then if you look at it and you see, okay, I'm, I'm, I wasn't as ready as I thought I was. Now you can go back and you can say, God, prepare me. For the next things that I'm believing you for. God, get my heart in a posture to receive what it is that I'm believing you for. God, allow my mind to be able to conceive and receive every single thing. God, grow me up, mature me. Make me into the woman that that you've called and created me to be before the foundation of this world. I want to be able to not only receive what it is that you have that you have for me, but I want to be in a place that I'm ready for it. Because I don't want anything before it's time. So, God, let your will be done in my life. I lay aside every weight I lay aside every frustration. I lay aside everything that is outside of your will. If it's a desire of mine and it is not in your will, God, I ask that you remove it. See, it's it's your posture. It's our posture and our worship with God that can say whether or not we are preparing ourselves for the things that we are believing him for. I'm telling you, he's a God that loves us. And not only does he he love us, but he loves us unconditionally. And he knows our ending better than we do. So don't be anxious for, for the house. Don't be anxious for the car. Don't be anxious for the marriage. 
Don't be anxious to give birth. Don't be anxious for more money. Don't be anxious for all of these things. I'm not saying that you cannot ask God for those things and believe him for those things. I'm just saying, don't allow your waiting to be in vain. Don't allow your anxiousness, desire, your, you got to have it right now to cause you to miss a season that God is trying to prune and God is trying to build and strengthen. So that whenever he blesses us with those things, they're not temporal. They, they, they'll last. And not only will they last, but we would be grateful for it. And not only will we be grateful for it, but we will give him the glory for it. So moving forward, don't be anxious for anything. Look at your list. Continue to believe him for it. Continue to give those things back to him. But in the meantime, maximize where you are. Continue to shift your posture and allow God to bring forth those things that you are believing him for. If it's in his will, he'll make good on it. He'll make good on it. Because you and I serve a God that has never lied. So in this next phase of your life, this next moment, this next season, don't be anxious, but be grateful for where you are now.